0: There was nothing special about her last day. She seemed a little jittery, preoccupied with something or with nothing at all. But this was nothing new for Paula. She was never much of a waitress in the three months she spent at Armstrong's. She'd forget some orders and mix up others, and when you wanted the check or another round of drinks, you could go crazy trying to attract her attention. There were days when she walked through her shift like a ghost through walls and it was as though she had perfected some arcane technique of astral projection, sending her mind out for a walk while her long, lean body went on serving food and drinks and wiping down empty tables. She did make an effort, though. She damn well tried. She could always manage a smile. Sometimes it was the brave smile of the walking wounded, and other times it was a tight-jawed, brittle grin with a couple tabs of amphetamine behind it but you take what you can to get through the days, and any smile is better than none at all. She knew most of Armstrong's regulars by name, and her greeting always made you feel as though you'd come home. When that's all the home you have, you tend to appreciate that sort of thing. And if the career wasn't perfect for her, well, it certainly hadn't been what she'd had in mind when she came to New York in the first place. You no more set out to be a waitress in a Ninth Avenue gin mill than you intentionally become an ex-cop coasting through the months on bourbon and coffee. We have that sort of greatness thrust upon us. When you're as young as Paula Whitlower, you hang in there, knowing things are going to get better. When you're my age, you just hope they don't get too much worse. She worked the early shift, noon to eight, Tuesday through Saturday. Trina came on at six, so there were two girls on the floor during the dinner rush. At eight, Paula would go wherever she went, and Trina would keep on bringing cups of coffee and glasses of bourbon for another six hours or so. Paula's last day was a Thursday in late September. The heat of the summer was starting to break up. There was a cooling rain that morning, and the sun never did show its face. I wandered in around four in the afternoon with a copy of The Post, and read through it while I had my first drink of the day. At eight o'clock, I was talking with a couple of nurses from Roosevelt Hospital who wanted to grouse about a resident surgeon with a Messiah complex. I was making sympathetic noises when Paula swept past our table and told me to have a good evening. I said, you too, kid. Did I look up? Did we smile at each other? Hell, I don't remember. See you tomorrow, Matt. Right, I said, God willing. But he evidently wasn't. Around three, Justin closed it up, and I went around the block to my hotel.